make way. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Mouse Madness, a podcast dedicated to bracketing all things Disney. I'm Chris Bowersocks. And I'm Kyle Skinner. And we are your hosts for Mouse Madness. Each episode will focus on a single Disney topic, generate a bracket, and debate our way through the madness to figure out who or what is truly the best. Follow us and play along on Instagram at Mouse Madness Pod. Send us an email at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or support us on Patreon by becoming a member of Jerry's gang at patreon.com slash mouse madness. We are back talking these show stopping tunes. It was fascinating to chat last week because we have similar but also some some differences in how we decide our show stoppers. And while there is a lot that passed on pretty easily in the first round, we're now getting into the meat of it all. There are going to be some tough decisions that we have to make. And I'm super stoked to dive into it. Yeah, I, I really hope so. A lot of these showstoppers that are left on the board are, are very dynamic and they have a lot of big elements that we haven't talked about yet. But they also have some really small details that we haven't really managed to discuss either. So can't wait to get into it. Um, and And coming back... To, to talk showstoppers with us is Julia. Uh, Julia, welcome back to the Thank Mouse Madness you. podcast. Thank you. Um, have you had any of these showstoppers uh, stuck in your head in the last week? I just, zero to hero. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I've Please had, cut that out. I've had, <laughs> too late. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've had, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, we but the uh it was our wedding day <laughs> i like when she's i like when she's like shh 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 is that what she does sure yep do you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah i yeah. know what you're talking about right so after good. her it's little rap she like, them. Shh, what the shh, one thing uh, well i don't want to die because we haven't started talking about it but there is a, a part where i didn't realize how often dolores was trying to let us know that she heard bruno and then listening to this over and over again, she's like, I can hear him. now. I can hear him now. And everybody's like, now nah, we're going to keep singing about ourselves. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, girl. <laughs> yeah. So um, can't wait to dive into it before we do. Let's talk a little spoonful of sugar. Mm. Kyle, what do you got today? I, after my white claw last week, I mm. am back getting ready for summer. And summer to me means these tropical IPAs that I love to drink. The Animal Ooh. Tropical IPAs from Fort Point had one last one waiting for me in the fridge. Uh, and so I grabbed it because I once again didn't have time to make a cocktail. So hopefully next bracket, I'll be back on my cocktail game. But for now, the Tropical IPA from Fort Point, the Animal Tropical IPA is going to do the job. I love this drink. Uh, it is kind of high in ABV. It's a 7.5. So it's definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. something that that you're going to want to sip at a leisurely pace here. But uh, it's delicious. I like it a lot. Chris, are you back on your tea game? Uh, no. I So in, in the name of healthy living, uh, not only am I trying to cut you know some alcohol right now in the run up to the Skinner wedding, um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to limit caffeine consumption, uh, kind of mm. like in the afternoon and evenings, kind of, kind of trying to, to end that business around lunchtime. Um, and so like I, but I can't just drink water. Like I love drinking water, but I sometimes for occasions like this, like I, I need a little, I, yeah. I need a little something <clears throat> like to, mm-hmm. to, 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 I don't know be fun yeah. enjoy, cleanse your, my, cleanse your palate. enjoy my life to live bit. so um <laughs> i've been slamming liquid iv ah uh, yeah that'll do it <laughs> um, that'll do it so my body is absolutely teeming with electrolytes right now <laughs> um i've got a little a, a little liquid iv in a, in a water bottle and uh, it's the sie bowl flavor or oh, something yeah. like that that's delicious which i'd never tried before um and uh, and I popped the melatonin too, so I'm about to be a, a hydrated, mm. sleepy boy <laughs> yeah. by the time we're done with this bracket. Uh, Julia's sipping on some liquid IV with me as well. It's um, delicious. Yeah, so that's what we got. What we nice, got. nice, nice, nice. I love those electrolyte supplement tablets and powders. Like mm, noons, yum, yum, give yum, them yum, to yum. me all the time yum, 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 yum. because I'm like you. Yeah, I like drinking me some water, but I also like to have a little flavor sometimes yeah. without without the attached sugar or the attached caffeine or the attached alcohol. Give me give me a little flavor. Let's go back to the uh, the propels of the world. Oh, <laughs> oh I think that's gosh. what it stems all from is I love me some propels because it was like, ooh, flavored water. They 
And now here I am in my adult life. Like I need something fruit in my water right now. Propel was a, was that a Gatorade product? Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. Now they, they have like a full on the Pedialyte electrolyte. Dude, that shit. I loved. Yeah. Oh man. We are going, we are just human babies at this point. We are just adult babies drinking our Pedialytes to, to recover and fully leaning into it. Uh, all right, let's start leaning into how we got into this mess last time. Uh, we went ahead and surveyed a demographic of guests who were just absolutely vibing out to the Magic Happens finale song, which you can't help but just do. That thing goes. That is a banger. It is a part of the reason why that parade won the best Disneyland parade for this podcast. Uh, and they they had some musical takes, let me tell you, uh, because we had 16 strong showstoppers uh, a couple that we didn't feel like belong there, maybe. Uh, D- Julia definitely thought others should be replacing it in the Miss the Dance category. We went over some of those, and then we got into it. And we ended up in an Elite Eight that looks like this. It's the number one Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, which will be taking on the number eight I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Number four, We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. Versus number 12, I've Got a Dream from Tangled. Cross the brackets. The number two, Let It Go from Frozen versus number 10, Prince Ali from Aladdin and routing out that Elite Eight. It's the number three, Friend Like Me from Aladdin versus number six, Zero to Hero. This is a phenomenal Elite Eight. Uh, We left a lot on the table last time, so I think it's about time that we just hop into it and start discussing this number one versus number eight matchup. It's Be Our Guest versus I'll Make a Man Out of You. And uh, Chris, be our guest. Uh, we brought it up last time, how large of a number this is. It's one of those that feels very full. It's one that you want to point to when you think showstoppers because it's not just in the way that the song is constructed, but the way that the animated film comes to life as well as the live action film comes to life. <laughs> uh, they really make you stop and you're not going to leave because the visuals are so crazy. It's it's what's interesting is this use of CGI in the 90s that was very primitive. They used in like the spinning plates. And so that was awe-inspiring. And then the colors and just the full CGI animation in the newer one is also just so awe-inspiring. So this song has stood the test of time, both in the way that it's brought to the screen and the way that it's performed. Both both versions are bangers in my in my mind. Um, you have Lumiere who gives us that slow build into the whole thing and it gradually gets bigger, bigger, bigger. You have a similar topsy-turvy moment at the very end where it's like, you know, everybody join in and we're going to once again slowly, slow clap our way back into the chorus. Uh, I think that it's just such a great, great show-stopping song in in a moment that you brought up, which is these songs often are directed at somebody. And here we have literally Belle being performed too. It's not often in these that somebody is being performed to in an actual number in, a, in something that is supposed to be a performance. Often they are part of the performance being sung to. But here we have Belle at the dinner table uh, being performed to by all of the housewares and appliances that have come to life. And I think it's really fun. It's really it really brings out the liveliness of this kind of scary castle that gets not only the audience comfortable with the situation, but also Belle herself. So it's a great show-stopping number. I'll Make a Man Out of You has a great, great story montage attached to it. It is the story of struggle to triumph. We have Mulan who can't seem to keep up to Mulan who is bypassing every soldier on the field. Mm-hmm. In all of the daily tasks and challenges, uh, we always we've we've shat on montages in the past and yes. and how they're just shortcuts. Yeah. But this is one that really works for me, and it does. it's mostly yeah. because the song, the song is carrying us through the montage in a way that's not like you know do do do. This is the montage. Don't don't look. It, we're gonna zip through this. It's no. This song is almost empowering Mulan as much as it is us. And she is going to show them that it's not about being a man. It's about just kicking ass and and just being better than everybody else. (laughs) Like anyone can be the best. And she is using the song in a way that is empowering for everybody watching. Uh, It is 
sung by Donny Osmond, which who would have thought that <laughs> Danny O would still be kind of talked about in this way for this great song. Like his performance in this is just so powerful and, and strong. He's on tour right now doing no. like doing like a musical review of all of his music. And he has a part in which he does I'll make a man out of you no. with a bunch of people on stage oh. that have bamboo sticks, including himself, no. who are doing the slow like oh be a man choreography. <laughs> I saw it on TikTok today. How crazy he is riding the coattails of this Mulan song. And honestly, good on him because it's mm. a banger. True. Uh, I like the I like that this is both in your face as a performance, but also not. It's used very tastefully. Uh, You have a lot of objects like coming at the screen at you. You have Mulan tossing up the, the like the thing she uses to climb the pole that kind of comes at the screen. You have the arrows that are flying. You have the great panoramic view of the soldiers practicing their, their stick fighting. It's, it's one of the showstoppers where it's like, we don't need the big flashy colors. We don't need the the big ensemble kind of dancing in the background, but it still feels important. And it still feels like you you can't leave and you don't yeah. want to leave. Yeah. Um, and then let I mean this song that that acapella breakdown at the end just gives me mm-hmm. chills because instead of doing a big big finale, big everybody join in and sing really really hard like a lot of these do, it brings it down. And lets you just live in the moment and and understand what's happening right in front of you, and that that is such a strong showstopper to me that makes me have this eight one upset easily. I'm going. I'll make a man out of you over BR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think you're too far off. I think, I think, I mean, <laughs> you're veering I have the, a little bit. I think you're veering uh, off slightly. But I think you, I had the same reaction as you when it came to specifically the montage element of, yeah, I'll make a man out of you where we always think it's so goofy uh, <laughs> when time is compressed in a way that is montagey, but it's like the montage is also trying to say something um, and that thing is that Mulan is Mulan, right? Yeah. Uh, it's sort of ironic that they're saying, I'll make a man out of you when Mulan is disguising herself this entire time. Uh, and, and what comes out the back end of the song is Mulan using not her uh, super strength, Uh, to climb the pole. It's her super wit, uh, Mm -hmm. her super ingenuity to climb the pole. And um, when you combine the music with the visuals, yeah, they're, they're saying two completely different things. Um, And, and that's really kind of a fun, different take on, Hmm. on the montage. And and I like that a lot. Be our guest on the other hand, like doesn't really feel like it's saying a whole lot at all. (laughs) Um, It's, a very sort of surface level uh, situation to be singing a song in which, like I said last week, I think that's fine. I think it's yeah. okay. Like a show stopping number isn't about the deepest emotional element of your story. It's about like the most like wow moment of your story. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not even almost really even having anything to do with story. It's just, <laughs> this is an element of musical that makes the medium what it is. It's like we said, pulling out all the stops in the orchestra, pulling out all the stops when it comes to choreography, lighting, costume, yep, everything. Uh, it's it's everything in your production doing the absolute most, and that's what be our guest does. Mm. Um, I <laughs> we watched the live action uh, be our <laughs> guest with with Emma Watson, and it it did not hit for me. Mm. Um, there was one moment that stood out to me and it was when, and it, it feels so unnecessary. I don't know why they did this. There was a moment where Lumiere was singing and like a napkin flew and like, kind of like stuck to him Yeah, uh, for like a second. 
Yeah. Uh, and he was kind of doing a little like dance within the napkin. And it, I don't know if you've seen Summer Heights High, Kyle, <laughs> but it reminded me exactly of Mr. G in Summer Heights High when he had the little like pillowcase bag wow. on himself and he's dancing in the classroom. Wow. I think there was like a brief period of time uh, where like that was maybe like uh, some type of trend uh, to do the, the pillowcase <laughs> dance. And oh so maybe God. that was a reference. Oh, um, buddy. The best part for me, for Be Our Guest, and this is a moment that I had never even registered before until uh, watching it today. Uh, uh, but it is my new favorite element of beer guest uh, is when is when the beer starts singing to bell. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> like this this bubbling. the The head is frothing over <laughs> these beer steins, and the lids are like talking to her. Oh, uh, and I'm I, if I'm Belle, I'm I'm taking one of those yeah. mofos, well, and I'm taking this. Can I, sip. Can I get one of these? Or she needs, we, honestly, she needs. Which one. makes me think, Jeez. like, what's the what happens if you if you do that, right? Like, they <laughs> are they are they good? Like, it's, if you drink out of them, like, are they? Good? I mean, Mrs. Pot, like, you're supposed to drink out of chip and stuff, right? So I assume that like. If you drink the beer out of the singing beer steins, like they're good, right? You would, you would hope so. And then to them, what is, what is the beer? Is it just beer? Their being has become like the glass shape instead of the contents of the beer. Or are you sucking out some of their soul that they, they can't replenish? Yeah. I was getting big, like the, the foam is my beard kind of vibe from it as well. (laughs) And like, and then, then that kind of like leads to another question um, is like these singing furniture pieces seem to be in different phases of like the transformation process where right. like Lumiere still has facial features. Yeah. Whereas like the beer steins, all they can do is like clamp their lids up and down. I've always wondered that. I've always <laughs> wondered like what, why do the plates not have faces? But we've got <laughs> Lumiere, the candle wick that does. It's so funny. Okay, like, hear me out. Maybe because it's a magical castle, not all of the, not all of the people turn into inanimate objects, and the inanimate objects just turn magical. Mm. Like, so maybe, maybe there's not a person in the plate. It's just a plate that is yeah, now magic. that's like mm. enchanted, and like mm. only like the. I, is that so I that when know. the when Beast gets mad and he needs to smash something, he doesn't know whether or not it's <laughs> one of his own people or if it's just a plate? He's like, they're all they're all alive here, so I'm just gonna. Jesus! Oh my God, Marcus! <laughs> <laughs> he picks them up and starts screaming. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't think the enchantress, when she cast the spell, was like, I'm turning all these people into inanimate objects, but I'm also turning all of your inanimate objects into funny uh, singing and dancing inanimate objects. I don't know. Confused. (laughs) Confused. It's kind of a deep dive. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just... and, And like... This is another song that has a stage a staged version on Broadway as well. And like hmm. that is the version where you really kind of like understand the song for what it is because sure. it uses the entire stage. It has all of these different uh, ensemble members coming out, big costumes. It is just so in your face um, and like it is just overflowing hmm. uh, with like almost it's almost schlocky. Uh, at that point. Uh, and I think I really love that, like for a huh. showstopper, you know, like it's just, it's, it's got all the energy and like, it is honestly a moment where you can step away from the story and enjoy theater for what it is. Enjoy mm. music for what it is. Enjoy mm. uh, a fairy tale for what it is. You know, mm. it's a fun, fantastic story. And be our guest definitely does that. I have the number one seed movie. Wow. On. Uh, which means Julia's breaking this tie. I think I'm going to have to go with Be Our Guest. Mm. I know. I love, I love. We are men. We must be swift as a coursing river. I love when she's climbing the pole and there's a bead of sweat coming down. Um, but, oh, crap. 
so hard. I, I just think, I don't know. Be Our Guest is just a classic. It's more of like a traditional kind of showstopper. So unfortunately, I also have like, you know, a little bit of bias towards it. So I'm just going to, because I've seen the stage production like a gazillion times. Sure. So I'm just going to have to go with Be Our Guest. Although I love my guy, Lee Shang. <laughs> Lee Shang, Lee Shang such needs a to, cute, such needs a to, he needs to hit legs. Oh, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, all right. Next matchup is number four. We don't talk about Bruno versus number 12. I've got a dream. This is a good matchup, guys. This mm. is a really good matchup. Okay. Um, I've got a dream. Let me just talk about this for a second. I've got a um, dream. Okay. The, we're going to play a game, okay? Okay. It's called Choose Your Fighter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. They, 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 they list them off by name, and I've got a dream. That's right. Tor would like to quit and be a florist. Gunther does interior design. Ulf is into mime. Attila's subcake... Attila's cupcakes are sublime. Bruiser knits, killer sews, Fang does little puppet shows, and Vladimir collects ceramic unicorns. Who mm. we got? Mm. Vladimir. You're collecting ceramic unicorns? You're literally an interior designer by trade. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought the game was who's going to win in a fight. Choose your fighter. Like who's who are you being? Who are you being yeah. in this situation? I guess I'll be Gunther. You can be Vladimir, but I'm just saying. I'll be Gunther. Okay, she's Gunther. I'm the I'm the florist. Okay, so florist is Tor. He wants to quit and be a florist. Yeah, I could see that for you. <laughs> um, I'm a I I probably do Fang. I probably do little puppet shows. I would probably do that. I can see that. There, there's an element of like theater to that. I think I think I would do that. You're theatrical. We, I'm theatrical. Yeah. We went to um years ago the children's fairyland here in Oakland. They they do an adult night. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but they do an adult night. It's a fundraiser. Adults only go at night and they have all of the kids activities out. But there's also like beer and wine that you can walk around. There's a DJ in the little Western town. It's very, very fun. But one of the performances was a puppet show by the puppeteer that does it for the kids during the day. But he was doing like an adult like smut show oh, with the no. puppets. <laughs> It was so funny. And so the magician was doing like, you know, raunchy jokes as they did magic. It was phenomenal. Highly oh, recommend. If you see that flyer for um, Children's Fairyland Adult Night, you have to go. It is the silliest. Just so, so much fun. So much fun. So that's you. You're the puppeteer that is doing the, the raunchy jokes for, for the Snuggly Duckling crowd. I'm just thinking of the Tim Robinson. I think you should leave bit where he does he they do the adult version of the haunted house tour and he's just dropping the most nasty <laughs> inappropriate stuff on the tour um anyways i digress um i've got a dream i think it's a super like v like valid show-stopping song and when i saw it on this list i really didn't really think of it that way but kind of like when you add all of the little pieces together it really has just about just about everything you could want in it. There's an element of choreography where you have the camera spinning around. You have Shorty out there, little Cupid Shorty flying around on a chandelier. Mm -hmm. You've got all of the ensemble. You've got it sung to your hero, trying to convince them of something. Um, it's a little bit. It's it's a moment where you kind of step away from the story. I think that really the only thing that it doesn't have is a lot of really bright colors. You know, it's kind of in this dingy dark snuggly duckling bar mm. um but it is it is sort of like a wow moment and it ends on a, on a really kind of a high note you know it it, it kind of hangs the uh we've got a dream and um so like i think it's got everything that like i need in a, in a show stopping song um we don't talk about bruno it's so hard because like I've got a dreams feels like kind of a traditional showstopper, but does I, it? I think it does. Uh, and, and, um, we don't talk about Bruno feels like something different entirely. And I don't know if that makes me want to move it on or, or makes me want to leave it behind. But, uh, you have, um, all of these characters kind of lending their parts to it, um, in, in their own ways. 
But at the same time, it sort of like builds to the very end where you have this sort of like, I don't know if you'd call it a harmony, but it's like um, all of the characters kind of like chiming in. And it's mm-hmm. my favorite part. God, it's when, so good. Uh, that you drop that that little beat. And Dolores, he told me that the man my <laughs> yeah, will be yeah. just out of reach, betrothed to another. Uh, uh, yeah. that's, that's my favorite Ugh. part. That's my favorite part it's in Encanto so right there. That's it. You can take out that five seconds and I don't need to watch the rest of the movie. Because oh, <laughs> so that's number one. That's very theat. That's very like something that would happen on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like it's very like takes like, you out of the cartoon. It's for like a Les Mis. It's like a one day more moment where you have like multiple yes. vignettes happening yes. kind of at once. Yes. Uh, which is super cool. It's like a showstopper in, in a really unique way. I love that. Um, you've, uh, but like every time this song comes up, I get really frustrated um, because I, I wish my I, my Bruno rewrite uh, could could be <laughs> a real thing. And I can't remember if I said this on Patreon or I said it on the podcast, so I'll say it on the, on the podcast. Um, but I would have loved if Bruno didn't have a gift. Right. Um, if Bruno was just like Mirabelle and everyone was being like, he's crazy. He's making all of these predictions that are coming true. But really, he just has like a very high social IQ um, (laughs) where he's just like doing things that are probably already going to happen, like being like, because because the aunt uh, Peppa. Yeah. She's like, oh, it was a wedding day and it was it was totally clear. And then Bruno was like, "Mm, looks like rain. (laughs) <laughs> like it's going to start raining and then I started getting really upset and then it started raining so it's kind of like okay so was it really a prediction or did he just kind of make it was he just like a provocateur in this right. situation or when the guy in the village is like oh yeah uh, he said I would get fat and I got fat or he said my goldfish would die and my, and my goldfish died like these are things that just happen <laughs> they just, they, you don't need to be uh, someone who can predict the future to identify these types of things, right? Like to say that Dolores, you know what? You quiet girl who probably is never going to make a move on a guy that you like, probably going to go end up being with someone else. Right. Regardless, it's just like, I don't know. Every time I hear this song, I go, man, I really wish that was true um, because that would be, that would be such a stronger, I think, element to the, to the story. Hmm. But uh, alas, it's still a really good song. Uh, and I like kind of the, that it not only kind of explores the character of Bruno, but you you get a uh, a sense of the characters talking about Bruno as well. Right. Yeah. You get you get a better understanding of their grudges, and and the grudges let us know a little bit more about them themselves, just based on how they're talking about it. Like Peppa getting upset over the weather, and and her continuing to to build on that upsetness and her husband having to calm her down as she's just explaining the situation we know okay she's got a short fuse right so yeah yeah it's just so smartly done i think i'm gonna go back to the very first thing i said about showstoppers last week and more than anything a good showstopper it's a feeling you get you know it's that feeling that you want to get up you want to clap your hands. You want to stomp your feet. You might even want to dance along, sing along as well. And that is, we don't talk about Bruno for me. Uh, super fun song. I have the number four seat moving on. Yeah, so do I, obviously. it's it, When that song ended and we, we were watching it in theaters, I turned to Nina and I was like, that's one of the better songs that Disney has put <laughs> out in decades. Yeah, That is such a well-constructed song that keeps you just locked in the entire time. What I like the most about it is that you can get really sucked into a showstopper being just a, a huge show tune, one that is constructed the same through and through. You have, you have big horns, you have uh, big, big choruses, you have big choirs singing behind you. But in this one, it it lets the characters, as you said, in their vignettes, not only tell their story, but the music will change with their story. You have like the overproduced theatrics of Peppa because she is extra and her feelings are extra. 
you have the quiet kind of whisper rap of Dolores because she is a quiet soul who is very sensitive to sound. And even so, the the hip hop type beat that accompanies it is also mellow. It is is that soft, almost like lo-fi rap that you get under it. Like it's all just so smart. The elegant is uh, Isabella who comes down, cut cut the percussion. Mm-hmm. I just want the harp. Like <laughs> it just makes sense for her as well. Like you want to keep hearing. Okay, okay. What's next? Who's next? What is their sound? It's very good. T- time for dinner, baby. Let's start layering layering up all of our experiences that somehow doesn't sound bad. Yeah. The way that final chorus hits is, is perfection to me. Uh, this is a showstopper. It stops the movie. Mirabelle is on her way to go do something. And they're like, nope, you're going to stop. And we're going to tell you why you shouldn't be trying to seek out Bruno and, and who he is and what he's doing. So I love this song. I love this as a showstopper. Uh, it, it fits in without needing too much flash. Uh, I think it's just so well done. I agree with you. Julia, we don't talk about Bruno. What are your thoughts? I agree. It should move on. I do love the snuggly duckling, though. I really want a t-shirt that says the snuggly duckling. Yeah. Well, you're in luck, Julia, because I got one and I can send it right your way. Wait, you do you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, ugh. Yeah, you guys are right. That's all. All right. On to the next matchup. It is the number two Let It Go versus number 10 Prince Ali. Crazy, bro. Uh, Let It Go is a song that I never listened to. (laughs) And I never listened to it because, like I've Got a Dream, on a weekly basis during that same summer, I would have to listen to Let It Go uh, at the Family Vacation Center summer camp that we worked at. So to me, it's been white noise for a very long Fair. time. Yeah. However, upon every time I revisit it, whether it's for the show, uh, you put a, a no. It wasn't a Let It Go remix on the Jerry's Run Club, was it? It was into the. It was into the. No, also, another showstopper. <laughs> another showstopper. Um, but whenever that song does come on in a in a place that I have to listen to it without any other distractions, every time I'm like, man. This song is just so good. And it's not just the lyrics. It's not just the singing. That musical composition is a banger, dude. Yeah. I don't you you called it a xylophone last last week, the the kind of like piano run. I like to imagine that it is a piano and someone's just going fingers on fire, smoking, fingertips smoking. Nails run down because they've just <laughs> made that run faster than is humanly to, possible. Like, stretch for it. Yeah, it's it's so good, and just this they do such a good job of swelling with the feeling of Elsa. There's moments in which she, you know, let it go. She's empowering herself, but then there in the verses, she's very reflective and she's thinking about why she does feel this way and maybe if she. If she should or not, if is this something that I should actually feel? Is this cold something I should embrace? And you have the strings in the background that are just kind of like swelling along and swaying with the way that her brain is going. And then once she picks up on that empowerment part, it's just like, do 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 do. We're gonna send you off. We go in the empowerment route, Elsa. You are gonna let it go. You're going to embrace this cold. You're going to do this. Oh my it's God. so well done. I always try to be like too cool for it and be like, oh, let it go. So typical. But every time it comes on, I'm like, let it go. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is so good. Yeah, it's definitely a song that is not, that doesn't ever and won't ever come on a playlist of mine. Like, it's not something that I'm like, you know, what I need to listen to right now. Let it go. <laughs> I need that thing on right now. But fun to wh- as I said at the top, when I'm like forced to listen to it, or when it comes on in a, a capacity in which I can just sit down with it, I never don't enjoy it. It is something that I'm like, this is such a good song. It's so well written. And it's perfect for the moment. What's different about this from the other showstoppers, besides it just being a solo person singing really to themselves about themselves, is that you don't get the big 
show-stopping visuals outside of the snowflexes of her yeah. of her manipulating the snow, True. the animation flex, her building up that castle, like all of those elements are really engaging, but it's not what we really think of in a traditional showstopper. But the music in her voice, uh, Adele Dazim's voice, stop us in in our tracks. Adele we Dezim. we are forced to sit there. She's holding court for us, and I like yeah. that. Just don't listen to any other recordings. <laughs> don't listen to her do it live. <laughs> I don't even really remember the Demi one. Was it not that good? No, 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 no. The Demi one is great. I'm saying like, don't listen to Adele Dazim. Like, do let it go live. Oh, don't well, listen to it. She sacrificed her soul to sing it that one time. And now she can't do she it ever again. She sacrificed her soul being Alphaba on Wicked eight times a week for like a million years. That's fair. So. That's fair. That note, that note in that version that made it onto the movie was chemically made in a laboratory. And I even listened to it today and I was like, mm, it's still a little, mm, there's just a little. Well, and even know. in the Frozen 2 documentary, we see her struggling her ass off just yeah, to do into them. Yeah, poor gal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you're right, Chris. It was it was <laughs> formed. <laughs> that, put it, that, they put that they put that note in a petri dish. Yeah, like, but you know what? <laughs> Casey <laughs> Levy like she yeah, takes that she note does. and she's like, "All right, I'm going to one up you." Yeah. She does. She, she do. sent it to the moon. She do. She be doing it. That's for sure. Haha. Up against Prince Ali, which is that Similar to be our guest, quintessential showstopper in which all the stops are brought out. Uh, not only in the way that it's animated, but also the the song calls it out. Right, like we brought out hundreds of camels. We brought out all of these monkeys. We brought out the entire town for this parade, the celebration, which is a big showstopper. Parades are are showstoppers in it of themselves. They stop an entire town an entire street thoroughway in order to happen. So it makes sense that this is one of those big show-stopping numbers. And this one feels a little bit more true to form in which it is big. It is full. Uh, it has a, a ton of different instrumentation. It has a lot of different singers that are chiming in similar to, we don't talk about Bruno, little vignettes of things happening around. Uh, it's, it's great. It's a really good one. Um, but I, there's something about Let It Go that just makes it the better showstopper. I think it's the way that uh, Adele Dazim's voice captivates us. I think it's the way that the instrumentation allows us to go on the journey with her. And we're enthralled from the moment she starts singing until she hits that final big finale note. Uh, so I'm going to go with the number two seed here. I, I have a question. Elsa, when she gets to like the little plot of land that she's going to build her castle on, first of all, she's just basically like, "This is mine now." Yeah, uh, mm. I'm I'm building here. Sorry, uh, animals. This is mine. I don't know whose jurisdiction that area <laughs> is, but it's a national park. Elsa's like, "I'm about to build a castle here," so so she does, and she does it very quickly, and it seems to be just kind of like a shell of a building, but. Eventually later on when we see the castle, we see there's like a staircase leading up to maybe like kind of the top sort of chamber. But I I don't know. The last time I watched it, I was like, I wonder if Elsa considered like the other elements <laughs> that need to go into a house when she like just erected it out of <laughs> snow and ice, like a uh, bathroom, yeah, number one, maybe. Uh, pipes and like sewage. So like... Is Elsa's ice castle, does it have a toilet seat that is made of ice? Nah, so is dude. she sticking her bare butt nah, on an ice cube nah, toilet dude. seat? She it's got a pee stuck. luge. She got she a pee ice luge. She got a piss luge where yeah, she just stands over just, a hole and just like, whoop. And it just slides on down, down the mountainside. Is the bed ice? The, is the bed ice. Uh, is there, is there like, does she need running water like in any way? And like, mm. how does that come into play? Does I she have a kitchen? I don't think she needs any How does she get food? How does she go to the bathroom? How does she sleep? Like, what is she? What, like, what is she? What is she doing? What is she? Is that all happening in this ice castle? We don't know. I think mm. yes. But I would like to know. 
are there doors? Like you can see through ice cubes. So like there's no privacy, right? Because the, it's like the crystal. Anyways, okay, she I'll, continue. She, I'll continue. She, she'll murk anybody that comes through. She's there by herself. I just remember watching Let It Go in the movie theater and just, and, and. You got erect as well. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the, what's the, what's the song? For the first time in forever. So yep. good. Was the song that hooked me into the movie. I was like, oh, this is a good Disney movie. Mm. And Let It Go was the song that just cemented it and was mm. like, holy crap, I want to come back and watch this movie again. <laughs> it's not even over yet. And I want to come back and watch it again. Um, but but I had this amazing moment of like friendship that mm. happened because I was there with a few of my college friends and the moment when Elsa takes down her hair, bro, uh, and she kind of just hands through the hair uh-huh. and just like it kind of like falls down. We all kind of like looked at each other uh, and and we were like, um, is she is, is she like a sexy cartoon? Because I don't think I've ever seen this before in a Disney movie. I so said, yeah, I, what? She mm. is, she is gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was. I, would, I will just always, always remember it when that moment happens in the movie. I will remember the strange feeling that we oh, all felt. Incredible. Uh, men, men, women, children. It's 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 an iconic moment. Oh, for sure. Um. I agree with you about the visuals not maybe doing as much as some of these other movies. And it's specifically in terms of color, like Frozen, the first movie in general, it, it's so sort of like bland when mm-hmm. it comes to the color palette. It's very like purple, black, and blue. And it's just like kind of like, I guess, low contrast in that way. It's obviously chosen for a reason. But, uh, it's it's not as exciting, I don't think, to look at uh, right. if, we're, if we're running it back and we're watching the uh, the version that happens on the screen. Um, I yeah, Prince Ali, solid. It's it's. I would say this is the this is the entry on this bracket where I have a. I think I have a solid new appreciation for this. Yeah. this one song maybe. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna agree with you in advance. In advance, let it go. I think it just it it outpunches its weight class. Uh, for what the song actually is. And I think that that's definitely worth something on top of the fact that like whenever we talk about let it go, we always have to say like, Oh, it was a cultural phenomenon. Like it had <laughs> such an impact in society. Like right. that, is, that is absolutely worth something. So like, I think when you're talking about best Disney, anything and let it goes on it, we have to respect, we have to respect. So yep. Julia, do you agree with moving let it go on to the final four? Yes. Let it go. Let it advance. Let it go on to the next matchup. <laughs> um, Let it advance. All right. So we've got the one seed. We've got the two seed. We've got the four seed. Who will be the fourth? Will it be the three seed? Friend like me. Make it a perfect one, two, three, four. Mm. Or will it be number six? Zero to hero. <gasps> oh, no. And this one is so hard. Yeah. For me. This is a tough one. Um, Friend Like Me has uh, that traditional sort of element that I really like in a show-stopping number where you have uh, this sort of like moment where you stop the story a little bit uh, and you try to convince someone of something. It's also got the kind of like one-man band element uh, to it that's... Really fun. It's got the the memorable performance of Robin Williams. Zero to Hero feels a little bit less like that turning point in the hero's sort of like journey. It's obviously much like uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You accompanying yep. a, a, a montage. Yep. And I made this argument about... Uh, I just can't wait to be king uh, in, in that it starts right away. It just hits us with one little piano mm-hmm. and like we're, we're into it, you know, like we're not easing our way. In. And, and like, obviously 
friend like me kind of starts sort of like that as well. But oh, I, think, yeah. I think that you get song slapped in the face with some horns. Sure. <laughs> but I still think there is sort of a build element to friend like me that zero to hero doesn't really have, but it does have that gospel, uh, kind of like portion. I, I don't know what it's called yeah. uh, at the end of the song that yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of, I guess, doubles Stand as like it's yeah yeah a little worship moment almost it's obviously like another kind of like really exciting visual piece uh you have herc they call him in the song they call him herky i love that <laughs> they call him her so herky's doing a lot of really exciting stuff it's bright the edits are quick you also have like um the muses yeah play a huge part in thing they're doing their thing as well so there's a lot of great there's a lot of great like usage of the muses look and likeness and energy in it it's not just a montage of herc doing things there's a lot of little scenes of it but also they're they're walking across the screen we got like camera swoops as they're like singing we have those uh very like pop 90s of the the side profiles of them like singing to each other and going back and forth it's really dynamic piece of of montage that is not just like watch herc beat up all these villains uh the the main stars are also these muses who are telling you the story right now i don't know i think i'm gonna move zero to hero on i think i think for the sake of conversation we'll have four pretty different show stopping songs move on if, if we do that. And I think that's the play that I'm going to make. Hmm. Yeah. This one was super tough for me as well as you were talking. I'm trying to think like, you know, which one would I want to move on? And it's so funny that these two are, are matched up because they are such, they are, they are two songs that are so influenced by black music uh, you have friend like me that has very strong jazz influences in it, and then you have Zero to Hero, which is obviously gospel. And the day that Chris and I were gonna go to uh, that Disney uh, fan convention in Concord, I was driving over to go pick him up. I was listening to the local jazz station, and they were doing a feature on Eric Goldberg, who's a a Disney animator who animated the genie, who was talking about how jazz influenced his animation of friend like me. And I was like, I, this isn't even just a pot. I, this is on the radio. <laughs> I'm listening to this on the radio and it makes so much sense. The way he dances, the way that he's delivering and singing is very jazz influenced. And it's also big, big band. And that, that adds such a, a, uh, positive to this number as an ensemble is that big band, big swing sort of sound. Uh, he de- You get slapped in the face with the horns wi- right away so that you know what's coming later on, but then he brings it back down, right? He has a little little, little rap about... Uh, about Very good. And, so, and Zero to Hero does a little bit of that too. You have that piano slide and we're getting right into it and you have the music... And then it's we're back down. Bless my soul, Herc was on a roll, which is good. Both of these songs do it very, very well. Here we are again with an I. This, here we are again, Julia. Robin Williams being not only a great performer on this song, putting his all into it, but he is weaving in this comedic ability from start to finish of the references, the voices that aren't over the top, uh, but that match the vibe of the song itself and sets the character on its path to who it's go- who Jeannie's going to be from here on out. The references in this song are way more 90s than the references in Prince Ali. You have to know very, very specific references in Friend Like Me in order to understand it. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just doing really funny voices. Uh, and and that's fine because Genie's a goofy dude, so it ended up working out. <laughs> These voices became timeless, whether you get them or not. But a lot of the enjoyment that adults definitely got out of it in the '90s and that hold on to it is because of the '90s references that he's making, uh, and he was just so good at it. But as the Genie would, Zero to Hero, like I said, such a great montage moment because it's not 
just montage clips. It is the muses performing as well. And they're putting on a show as Herc is putting on a show in his own story. And the song itself stands alone as just an energy booster. Is this something that comes on? You can't, you can't be sitting still. You're going to want to stand up and start clapping and dancing with them. And I think like a showstopper really does move you to move. It makes you want to do something. It gives you chills. It makes you want to stand up and clap. It makes you want to stand up and sing along. Uh, And Zero to Hero really does that. Be Our Guest uh, has that as well, but it feels more in the horn section. Like I I think about the horns more than I do. uh, You'll never have a friend like me. So these are so evenly matched to me, but I'm going to agree with you. Number six, Zero to Hero. Definitely should be moving on here uh, to face Let It Go in the final four. Julia, did we make the right pick here? Yes. I love Zero to Hero. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's all she wrote. Zero I to will hero. say, I will say, I love, um, I'm in the mood to help you, dude. I love that lyric. Yeah. All right. Final four, baby. We're doing it. It's a one, two, four, wow. six. There we are. Be our guessers. We don't talk about Bruno, bro. This is Bruno for me. This is Bruno for me. I think that Be Our Guest does a phenomenal job of stopping the film, stopping you in your journey to figure out what Belle's going to do to get out of this goddamn castle uh, and and puts a show in your face. And I think that is very show-stoppy. That is very ensemble number. That is that is great. But I think that we don't talk about Bruno is able to do that in a way that doesn't necessarily need the flashiness but still brings pulls out all the stops for you. Uh, you have the villagers coming out and forming a very orderly <laughs> soul train line to deliver their own experiences. You have the scenes that are set differently for each of our characters. You have the the green lighting for our boy uh, Camilo when he is he's imitating Bruno. You get the green backlight and you have yeah. the, the rats that are <laughs> dancing as well, which is very showstoppy. To have like even even the animals are participating in this number, uh, Isabella coming down from the, the ceiling, like everything just feels tastefully in your face, <laughs> and yeah. I think that's what we don't talk about. Bruno really does well. It is a big song that is done so tastefully that you're not tired of it. Hmm. You know, it it's, it still lives on. It's still something that comes on, and I'm like, I'm down. Keep that shit on. Let's run it because it's not this big. It's not this big punching me in the face. It's this actual jam that is telling a great story and has a lot of of dynamic elements to it. And it, it, it stops me in my tracks every single time. I'm going number four to the finals. I'm going number one to the finals. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. Boy, yes. Make me I, do I, this. I think that no. we don't talk about Bruno is like the fun, interesting choice for this matchup. But Be Our Guest, I think, is the classic, iconic, show-stopping Disney song. It has Mm. all of the elements that I'm looking for. It has all the elements anyone needs in a show-stopping song. And, and like, it's delivered in a way that is so very obviously show-stoppy. I mean, like, it's almost a cheat code in that way. And, like, I, w- I will point to, you know, the middle of the song when, when Lumiere, you know, brings it down and does the like, course by course. Yes. One by one. Till like, you shout. Enough fun. I'm doing kicks with my fingers right, right now. Like, that's that's just... That's just chef's kiss. So, so I got I got the number one seed, which means Julia's breaking this title. Oh Don't wow! Make me do this. No. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. There we go. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to do it, but I was scared Kyle was going to like punch me in the screen. <laughs> I was scared he was going to go cry about it. So, well, that would be after the podcast. I would go I would shut down and go cry, but I like the lame is thing. Oh, yeah. I got the I said the magic word. Sorry. I like the um gosh, darn it. 
But I be our guest is such a classic. Honestly, like how could you not pick be our guest though? What are we what are we doing? What is happening right now? <laughs> I'm picking be our guest. Okay, Sorry. we got a flip flop. What? <laughs> How I'm does sorry. that happen? I was scared, but then I wasn't scared oh. anymore. She I'm saw sorry. the disappointment on Chris's face and said, "No, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this." It is a, it's, it's a, it's a class. Like it's like saying, like I don't know. It's like saying, like is like Mozart better than like i uh, i don't know like p diddy i don't know i mean i mean (laughs) i don't know it's hard it's too it's like totally it's like apples and oranges i i have to go beer i mean i mean apples are better than oranges that's fine i like oranges okay well all right so be our guest moves on to the final one last time one last time (laughs) we don't talk about bruno is the greatest Disney song that has come out of this company in decades. And I think will continue to stand the test of time past some of these, including Be Our Guest. And that is my my piece. I don't know about that, but... uh, (laughs) Okay, which song will face Be Our Guest in the finals? It's number two, Let It Go, versus number six, Zero to Hero. And I'm going with Let It Go. Uh, This is just a, a magical Disney moment Zero to Hero is fun, it is rousing, it is loud in a way that a showstopper should, but but the vocal performance of Let It Go is it somehow trumps all of the traditional elements of of the showstopper, uh, at least the ones that are present in, in Zero to Hero. Uh, this is a moment where you have a character who is taking a stand, uh, very strong, singing very loud, very passionate, and uh, I, it's just, it's, it's the best. Um, so I got, I got number two. I'm sorry. We've said pretty much all we can about all of these at this point. So. We did, but you're wrong. Number six should go to the final. Here we go. If you, Here we go. If, you're wanna, if you want to talk about vocal performances, I'll give you five of them. <laughs> and they are the muses in Hercules. The, the, the zero to hero showstopper, if we're talking about what is the classic showstopper, what is the iconic showstopper in this matchup, like zero to hero matches up to what we think a showstopper is over. Let it go. Let it go. As you said, last round out punches its weight class, but it's in a weight class that maybe it doesn't belong in, in this round. We have the, the true showstopping number, both visually and musically out of zero to hero. The Let It Go begins as almost like a ballad. You got to sit through that little piano riff, which is fine. A lot of these showstoppers do start it slow, as I keep saying. But this the Let It Go uh, form doesn't really fit the rest of these showstoppers. It stops you and makes you want to listen to what Elsa has to say, to enjoy that incredible vocal performance, to hear the swelling and in, in the swaying of the orchestral accompaniment. But you have zero to hero, which is shutting down, shutting down this film to go ahead and tell you a story. And that is a showstopper. You got big moments. You got big, loud noises. You got big voices that are hitting notes that not the average person can hit. The muses are showstoppers. They are Danity Kane showstopping. I'm going number six, zero to hero to the finals. Julia, you're back up. (laughs) And don't you fucking, don't you fucking sway on me, Julia. Don't you fucking pull out a swap You can swap do whatever again. you want. I don't want to cultivate an environment I honestly, where you feel like you can't speak your mind. Definitely zero to hero. I'm sorry. It's so good. To your point. And that's point. all you have to say. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No more. She's a zero to hero. <laughs> okay. No, that's final answer. <laughs> final answer has been locked in zero to hero to the finals. Versus VR guest. And I mean, oh, here we go. Shoot. Let's go. Why Why even sit here and do this? Should we just give it to Julia and let her to paint it? Because <laughs> I'm going to go to zero to hero. I've been trying to down VR guest this entire episode and I've been unsuccessful. I think that while it is the stage setter, it is the one that we all look back on and we're like, that's a showstopper right there. There's a lot happening there. It is literally 
in the film presented as a showstopper. It's this meta showstopper that we're experiencing. Uh, But it also sets the tone for what we want to expect out of future films. And Zero to Hero builds upon what Be Our Guest did. Be Our Guest walked. Zero to Hero ran. And we have this, this combination of the montage with the big musical numbers. I can, I can see it now on, uh, playing out on stage where there's things happening everywhere. You have little vignettes happening in the corners that show Hercules', Hercules progression to heroism, but you have the muses who are really taking the, the star of the show. And while they aren't doing what you really like, Chris, which is the ensemble speaking to you or the song speaking to, uh, not to you, to a, to a character on stage, mm-hmm. uh, the muses are here filling us in. We are, we are that character. We've yeah. been brought along this journey this entire film. We've been spoken to uh, from, the very, from the very start. So we play a part in this as well. And I think that's really smart. That's really important to what Zero to Hero does. Uh, they could have, as I said, just done a bunch of Hercules beating up villains, but we have the the very quintessential flashy moments of, but we're going to go ahead and, and show you what we got, both vocally, both visually, uh, and how the music is composed. I love Zero to Hero in this matchup a lot. I love Be Our Guest. I think it's a very good uh, show-stopping tune, but I have to stick with it. Number six is going to be crowned for me. I mean, we're talking showstoppers here, you know, and like, and like, what is a show? You know, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's music and, and theater going hand in hand. And, and who was the godfather of that idea when it comes to the world of Disney is Daddy Al. It's Daddy <laughs> Al, Alan Menken. And, and this. Didn't he also do Hercules? Yes, but Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> I think did it in the most sort of like classical theatrical sort of way. And this is the song that is in that movie that encapsulates that idea the best. Um, it, it just, like I said, it brings in all the elements that I want. It is just like textbook uh, showstopper. So I have it. It's, it's the quintessential Disney showstopper of, of all time of this era, certainly. Uh, so, so I think the number one seed should win, which means that Julia, you're, you're after only breaking one tie, uh, in the first round, you, you, the power has really kind of like come into your Completely hands just in the last, in the last few matchups. So, uh, what, what do you got? Number one, uh, be our guest versus number six, zero to hero. <laughs> so much power. <laughs> I think I'm going to break a heart. I feel like I'm handing out a final rose on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be zero to hero for me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and okay, I'll tell you why. I'll literally tell you why. Because as we were walking down the street and you were like, would you like to host this? And I was like, yes, absolutely. You're like, what are some of the ones that come to your head? And first was Newsies, obvi. Second was zero to hero. So that is what has stuck with me. Play, played yourself. Play got played. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that's okay. That's I okay. Love you. I mean, it's a good song. I think worthy of a of a win. But uh, that's Mouse Madness. That's how it works. Um, but we've uh, we got ourselves a winner. So as we do at the end of a bracket, we got to clap this baby out. Wow, the muses enter the Mouse Madness Hall of Fame for the second time. Wait, what is a different song? Uh, they they went they went in with the um, uh, credit song to Hercules. We yeah, uh, Star is Born. Star is Born. Yeah, oh, so, so good. Uh, yeah. They're Banger. big. They're big on the Mouse Madness scene. Um, and you know what? I I didn't have them winning, but I do love to see it. Yeah, it they that soundtrack is just so so good and honestly like somewhat of a sleeper i think that we do give it the credit that it deserves but it's not talked about a ton um we talk a lot about phil collins work on tarzan when really we should be talking about the muse's performance in hercules to be honest um speaking of tarzan Mm. showstopper in tarzan trash in the camp i i i had this (laughs) conversation with myself i was like i don't think there is one 
Is this supposed to be trashing the camp? I think it's I think it's strangers like me. Okay, Whatever you're probably you do, right. The montage. I'll do it too. And 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 only reason I say that is because it is framed that way slightly more in the Broadway uh, staging mm. than in. It's a little bit more like exciting on Broadway than it is in the movie. I have a weird question about Tarzan. In the animated film, he's not singing, right? Phil Collins is just like narrating it with his voice. Phil Collins is singing. You know? Until right, you get to exactly. Trash in the Camp, in which Rosie O'Donnell is scatting. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, well, Julia, thank you so much for, for hopping on your fifth episode. Appreciate you breaking some good ties and, and offering your musical insights into, uh, into this episode. I don't know if they were that musical. They were pretty biased. That's fine. That's, that's mouth madness. That's how we do it. Not everything They're pretty is a, selfish. Not everything is a deep dive and that's okay. Um, but uh, everyone thank you so much for making it through another bracket another episode with us if you got something to say about my choices Kyle's choices <laughs> Julia's tie breaking abilities uh, please Jesus email gosh. us at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media we're on Instagram Facebook Discord Twitter all those channels are linked in the description of this podcast if you'd like to support us on Patreon you can head over to patreon.com slash Mouse Madness and join us at the five dollar level by becoming a member of Jerry's gang, where you'll have access to things like two bonus Mouse Madness episodes a month, mm. an invite to our seasonal Disney trivia event, mm. the right to vote on bracket topics, miss that. the occasional Disney vlog. Uh, it's a uh, it's a good time. Go yeah. ahead and check it out. And now we'll sing you off to sleep as you digest with a little be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. <laughs>